Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ride Along Podcast. I'm James. I'm Anthony. And we're back with a episode that we've been promising for a little while. Uh, we've been talking about going through some of our top five favorites and maybe eventually some of our top five least favorites because I have some least favorites. If you listen to our D23 episode, I talked about uh, the Figment ride that currently exists at Epcot, which is a shame. I didn't mention it in that one, but the original Figment ride or the one that was there previous to this version was actually one of my favorite rides. Yes. Um, and so when they replaced it with the new version, it sort of watered down everything I liked about the original. But So maybe we'll get to that list of entry eventually. But this this time we wanted to sort of talk about our top five favorite attractions at Disney's Magic Kingdom. Um, and we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. I thought, I found this was, I thought this was really difficult. Um, Anthony said he, he thought his was pretty easy to come up with. I could come up with maybe eight, but getting it from eight to five was rough. The Magic Kingdom has a lot of attractions. It has, I think it has the most, right? I, I mean, I would assume it has the most attractions to visit in a park. I, I it's it's yeah. awesome and you're right it does have a very debatable list but for me I I looked at them to remind myself of what is what you know what is there currently and I had I listed them off and went done 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 I it, it was it was easy for me Did, five to one was it easy like ranking them six too? I I had a sixth and I had a hard time kind of figuring out what I wanted to do with it so we will right. do an honorable mention and yeah, and before we begin, I, I agree. We definitely need to do top five least favorite things. Those are going to be fun. Those are going to be hilarious. And I think there could be a couple of mine that are going to hit your top fives. And that's just going to make for a good show. Yeah. So, all right, let's do honorable mentions first. Um, I'll start with mine. Uh, the one that I, I almost put on the list, and I really wanted to put it on the list because it's such sort of like a, a magical attraction, but the reason I didn't is pretty obvious, was Peter Pan's Flight. It was almost on my list, but I couldn't put it on there because I haven't, I've only ridden it once in maybe the last six times I've visited, and it's because the line's always too long. If they, if they redid the queue so that it was easier to get on, I would ride that ride every time I went. And it's one of my favorites, but I couldn't put it on my top five. The others are the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. I love that ride. It's just not as good as or as iconic as some of the others. And Mickey's Fill Our Magic was another one that was sort of I, – I had it at five for like the longest time. And then I realized I forgot one of the attractions on my list and <laughs> needed to go back and change it. So, uh, so what, were okay. your, what was yours? So you did, you did Peter – Peter Pan's flight is, yes, did not make my top five. And it did not make my top five for the same reason that you had mentioned, is that the line is just way too long. The other thing is is that I don't think that that ride feels like I got my time's worth of waiting in said line. It's a very short attraction. It is good. It's great. It's magical. I love that ride to death. I think it needed to be a little bit longer. They're just it just needs a little bit more to it. If the line was consistently twenty five to thirty minutes long instead of sixty to seventy minutes long, yeah, it would totally be worth it, and it would been would have been on my list. the The part where you you're in your ship and you come around the corner and you're sailing over London, best part of the is, ride, is so great and it's iconic and it, yep. it's one of the most magical moments in the park. And it was it is it was That's... hard not to put it on my top five. That is literally one of my favorite scenes in 
a lot of the rides at Disney. I love that scene. So I, I completely agree. Now, here's the thing with that ride. I haven't actually stood in the line for years. I, I typically get a fast pass for this, and I'm right to the front, and I don't see the queue. So I, for those listening, if I got this wrong, I apologize. But I, re, I watched a recent video of the queue line to that ride. And I don't know if this was at Disneyland or Disney World. It is an awesome queue line. You go through the entire house at the beginning of the film and you see Tinkerbell flying around and touching objects and and going into boxes and they're playing the music ahead. It's a really immersive queue. And maybe if you wait in that line, it's it's amazing or something. You know what I mean? And I don't so remember that at all. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> I don't know if they if they added that in cuz you know if you watch that line it goes way way down and kind of comes back. I think it goes through an inside area. That's what I'm saying. I, I haven't waited in this line in years. So I don't know if this is a new addition, but the queue line, look it up, YouTube it. It looks awesome. It's a really cool queue line. I think that's some of those scenes they should have put in the ride, and then I would have been out of and sold. Your other one was, whoop, your other one was uh, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority did not make my top five. I absolutely love that ride. For those of you who are in our fan club, I'm just, we're going to leave it at that. You know why you love it, and I know why I love it, and that's the end of that one. And moving on to Disney's, I don't know why I said Disney's, clearly it's Disney's. Philhar Magic was my honorable mention. And Philhar Magic was my honorable mention because I think that the 3D and the uh, animation is getting a little sketchy in terms of... You go to a 3D movie today, and it looks better than that. So I have to give all the credit in the world to Disney for being the first to really express 3D-type attractions. I think Disney is the reason we have 3D movies today. Others can argue with me, and that's fine. That's just sort of my opinion. When you used to go to Disney World to see a 3D attraction like The Muppet Show... You were blown away by this idea that you could see 3D. It was Muppet Vision 3D, and I'm missing another one. Oh, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. The audience. Yeah. Those those two attractions were, you had to see them. There was no such thing as going to your movies and seeing a 3D movie. Disney did it first. They made attractions out of this stuff. And when you go and see those attractions now, they're not that good. They're not, it's not the same. It's, it's, it's old school 3D, and I can't even see it half the time. So, Philhar Magic. Are you throwing shade at Muppet Vision 3D? Because we might have to throw no. down. We might have to throw no, down. No, heck no. Okay. Muppet Vision 3D, they better not ever touch that attraction. And if they do, all I want them to do is update it. That's it. Make it better. Fix the 3D so that it looks, you know, so that you're not seeing double. I, I love that attraction. And I think we need more Muppets. It's tough to be a bug is another one. That one sort of That's changed the, the game. One. Yeah, yeah. That one sort of when that one came around, it's sort of the 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 four D aspect of it of the interaction, um, and the sort of things that you feel. That one is cool too. Um, well, let's talk. So real quick about fill our magic for me, and then you can cut. So my honorable mention, it didn't make my list for the reason that I think the three D needs to be a little bit more updated. But God, I love that ride. It touches on all of the Disney movies that I grew up with. The music is phenomenal. 
they they edited all of that together really well. And my favorite scene of that whole that whole attraction is when Donald is on the flying carpet going through Agrabah. That is an yep. awesome scene. It I mean you really feel like you're flying through Agrabah with the wind and the effects. It's it's a 4D attraction for me. I it made my that is my honorable mention as well. Yeah, I think one it features my dude Donald. Um heavily which i liked uh two i just think it was it's just a really fun it sort of brings all of the movies it's it's a good it's a good ride for people who like disney as a thing and not just sort of disney world um and i just it's just a lot of fun so it it didn't make my list because there are five rides that sort of i felt had to be on my list there there's one that probably isn't on everybody's top five but it had to be there so that's the one that it might have replaced uh, the other ones sort of have to be on the list, and I just couldn't. I just couldn't fit it in. It, like I said, it sat at five for a long time, and then I remembered one ride that we'll get into, and I, it, it kicked it off. So, sounds good, man. All right, do you want to just go five to five, and then we'll just go through the list? That's right. We'll just talk about. It. Yep, so, and I'm some sure, of I'm ours sure will that, probably match. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Uh, they might not be in the same order, but they'll match. And then there's probably one or two that that we I have that you don't have, um, or you have that I don't have. All right, so you go first. What's your number five? My number five is the Enchanted Tiki Room. What? That is... This, this is the shock. This is the shock of... this. We're only at number five, and this is the shock of the podcast. There is no... If you would have bet me $100, you could have bet me all the money I have, and I would have bet you on this, that Enchanted Tiki Room was not on your list. There's I no way. love that attraction. I love it. I think it is a Walt Disney classic. He envisioned this with his Imagineers. I love that attraction. I could go on. I could go. <laughs> you're dying right now. <laughs> There's no way. I love this ride. I love this attraction too. But there is no way I thought this was on your list. I am stunned. Absolutely Can stunned. Can you tell me, did it make your top five? No. It wasn't <laughs> okay. even in my honor. I love this. It wasn't even in my honorable mentions. It's a great it's a great attraction. Dude. And I, I like it a lot, but I love this ride. All right, hey, so we're to the we're gonna tell you something. JD and I are in the habit of calling everything a ride. So if we yeah. call like the enchanted tiki room, yeah. just just bear with us. We call it yeah. a ride, that's what we do. Yeah. I love Enchanted Tiki Hut. I don't know what it is. It's so immersive to me. It's I love it. It's a classic. I like the classics, man. That's what we talked about with the great movie ride in our last episode. I love the classics. It's one of those when I was a kid, I really loved. I thought it was cool. I like birds. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I love the Enchanted Tiki Hut. I sit there, and my favorite spot is I love to sit in the very back by one of the totem poles. When they start doing their chant, because I laugh just as hard every single time, and I like that. I love looking out the windows of it. You really feel like you're out in this tropical serenade. I love it. I love the Enchanted Tiki Hut. I am giving that some credit. That is my top five Magic Kingdom. If they got rid of the Enchanted Tiki Room, I would be devastated what did, what did you think about under new management Stupid. when iago yeah thank you <laughs> i, I it, love iago and i love aladdin but uh, i was right in the age demographic we both were when that when that came about who they were trying to cater to and even i thought this is dumb let's go back to the original yeah <laughs> the original even as a kid so i'm more. like this is cool but 
I missed I missed the old one. I like that. Dude, yeah. I just have a that that uh, that ride has a place in my heart. It really does. I love the Enchanted Tiki Room. I like it too. And I like it in the same way that I like Country Bear Jamboree, where it, it's old and it feels old, but it's sort of just a fun time and it's 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 cool to go on and sort of experience the way it was before, but it, it was not on my top five. Number five, uh, man. Yep. And I'm I being need, serious. I love it. I need to put a picture of the three. We need to make a t-shirt with the four birds <laughs> and underneath it is just a quote from Anthony that says, I like birds. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great, I love that. I'm gonna, so uh, now I'm even more proud. I put it in my top five. That's going to be our first merchandise t-shirt. <laughs> I like I birds, like birds, man. Anthony. <laughs> that is, yes. Ride along oh. shirt, number one. All right. So my number five is Pirates of the Caribbean. Um Wow, you put it down there, huh? Yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna get we're gonna get some people angry at the order. Probably, I think you but... and I are gonna surprise each other. Yeah. A lot yeah. here. I think we might. Um it's Pirates of the Caribbean is classic. It, you, so you heard the new news that they're they're talking about they're up to, or they're not talking about, they are gonna be updating the uh, part of the ride where they're selling the women. <laughs> I did hear uh, about that. People were really upset about that. And I'm a little bit, uh, I'm not upset. Upset's not the right word. I, I think in the context of the ride and when the ride is supposed to take place, the fact that they're auctioning off women is like the least of the worries about that ride. Um, I I actually prefer the original version without Jack Sparrow. Um, I like the Jack Sparrow version just fine. I got something in my eye, man. You guys can't see me, but it is right in my eye. Um, it was from the shock of Tiki Room at number five. It was. When I did that, your eyes blew up. Um, yeah, I actually prefer sort of the original version without Jack Sparrow. I, I like the updates. They're, they're fine. But uh, the original was just sort of classic and iconic to me. Um but what what are, you, what are your thoughts? I, it, this has got this has to be on your list. Obviously, it's farther up. But this is my number two. <laughs> this is easily my number two favorite attraction at the Magic Kingdom. The Pirates of the Caribbean is it, it's it's a it's a relic. It's legendary. Pirate, look at what it's turned into. Look at what the Pirates of the Caribbean has has turned into. I love the idea that Walt wanted a attraction themed around pirates. I love pirate stuff. So I love this. I love this attraction. And yeah, I guess I haven't thought about the whole Jack Sparrow. I like him in there. I really like the Barbosa part at the beginning. I yeah. love that section. I, I I like that more than the original. In terms of the Jack Sparrow stuff, yeah, it's hit or miss. It's, it's okay. I think at some point they are going to remove it. I wouldn't be surprised if they remove him. You, you and I were first in line at the theater when the Pirates of the Caribbean movie yep. came out. <laughs> so, based yep. solely on the fact that we enjoyed Just this like ride, the ride so much. So. so the women part, I, that's that's what keeps that ride original. I, I think it's – I don't like the idea that they're going to get rid of that. And that's, that's not because I'm saying that, you know, I agree with it. Guys, it's a ride about pirates. You know what I mean? I mean, that's that's the way that this ride was designed. That's what I like about Pirates of the Caribbean is that it maintains its original idea and it and it's authentic. It's talking about pirates. This is what these are what pirates do. You can't get rid of things like that. Next thing they're going to be 
on rubber duckies shooting. I, I, come on. <laughs> These are pirates. That's what they do. They plunder towns. They sell women. And they steal from people. That's that's what a pirate does. So I don't like the idea that they're getting rid of that at all. And that's concerning to me because does that mean they're going to start getting rid of other things about... It's, there's always somebody out there that has to make a problem with something. And I, I hope Disney kind of reconsiders because it's the same thing with the Aerosmith because they put the, you know, rock on sign or whatever. I don't... I, it sounds like that went away because we, we, we went recently and they didn't... It's still Aerosmith and everything. They must have come to a conclusion on that. So whatever happens, I... <laughs> I don't think they need to get rid of that. If they do, am I going to be heartbroken? No. I'm just saying that I think it maintains its authenticity by keeping pirates. But come on, man. That is my number two. That is my number two favorite attraction at the Magic Kingdom. They sell a freaking candle because of the water smell there. The smells of that ride. The 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 animatronics. They've been there for years. They're, it's so cool. They look so real to this day. It is the perfect pirate attraction. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. I love the queue line. It also has my second favorite scene in all attractions at Disney. And that is the scene where you're about to go down the drop and you have the skeleton pirate holding on to the, the, the ship yeah. wheel, yeah. navigating in a storm. That is my second favorite scene on a slow, dark ride in all of Disney. Yeah, that's a good one. That one's pretty iconic. I, 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 it's five because there's some other on my list, but it, it's it really is like classic Disney, classic Disney World, Disneyland. It, it's it's such a great attraction, it, and I think they they showed off the new school animatronics with the Jack Sparrow. Um, that sort of sort of that led to how smooth the animatronics move in. Um, the Little Mermaid attraction that's in New Fantasyland and also Frozen. Um, that new sort of wave of how those animatronics move sort of started with that Jack Sparrow at, at Pirates of the Caribbean, and it's pretty impressive. Um, all right, so what's number four? Our lists are going to be completely different then because it, uh, yeah, I, I want to see what your other ones are. Maybe not and completely my, And my last touch on Pirates, the song, man. It's iconic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, could do a, we could do a top five on songs. Okay. Oh, I got way more than five. <laughs> yeah. So my number four favorite attraction at Disney World, and I'm going to guess this might be your number one, is the Carousel of Progress. This is my number four favorite attraction for very similar reasons to Pirates of the Caribbean. But it is it is original. It is one of Walt Disney. Himself. It was one of his ideas himself. It touches on everything about home. That that I love that ride, man. You just sit there and you like they got it. Like Disney figured it out how to make you really feel homely. And all of those different times, I really feel like you are sitting there and you are watching an era with each of those scenes. It's relaxing. It is there's never a huge line or crowd. You can just get on it and enjoy it. It's air conditioned. <laughs> it's it's got it. The only thing that it's 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 old, and it, it has shown some age. But even then, they still got this going. I am 
floored by this ride. I love the Carousel of Progress. I love the song. There's another song for you. And the narrator is just fantastic. The story is very, very well done. The last scene, I think, has been, and you might know a little bit more than me about this. I think the last scene has sort of been edited. And he says that. He says that in the beginning, doesn't he? He says, although our yeah, family exactly. has gone We've through some changes over the years. Yeah. yeah. So there have been changes, subtle changes. And this is a timeless ride. This is one of those timeless rides because it captures every era, and I think it captures every era perfectly. I love that attraction. So that is my number four. It's not number one on my list. It's number two. Um, and it's only – it's number two because – and if you know me, you'll know what is number one on my list if this is number two. Uh, this is one of the rides that that Walt had a personal hand in, that he oversaw the construction of and the completion of. It was at the 1964 World's Fair, um, and it's one of the attractions that feels the most like what Walt Disney wanted people to experience. Um, and the people's idea of, of the last four or the last scene, the fourth scene being out of date, it is completely out of date. It feels, it feels, it doesn't feel like the future. It doesn't feel like present day. It feels like 15 years ago. Um, but really for me that the, the money on this ride is the first three acts. So when you, when you go through the 1900s into the 1920s, into the 1940s, those first three scenes about what life was like is sort of the conversation between the family and everything and, and sort of the back and forth and how it explains everything and sort of the way the animatronics work and, and how everything plays together and sort of the story it tells about progress and how there's a great big beautiful tomorrow and, and how we sort of move from one time to another that there's crappy times and there's good times and everything sort of just moves forward and we're always making progress. Um, that whole story, if the, if the ride itself, if everything else about the ride was terrible, that whole story and the fact that it was sort of crafted and shaped by Walt Disney's own hand, uh, would put this on my top five list no matter what, but, but it's still a good show. Like it's still entertaining. The jokes are funny. Um, even the jokes in the last scene talking about the, the oven blowing up, um, because it's voice automatic or, or voice command based. Um, all of that is just great. And it's, it's, it, like I said, to this day, it's still the ride that makes me feel the most connected to Disney world as a place and as an idea. Um, yeah, I agree. So it's number two on my list. It's, it's not number one and all the same can be said for number one on my list as well. Um, all right, I, so I think you hit it down that last point. It's one of those attractions that make you feel like you are at Disney World the most. Yeah, yeah. There's a number of those, and I think probably all the ones on our list are are that way. Um, but yeah, it definitely makes me feel that way, and it's the one I keep going back to. I, I have the full park audio of the ride, and I listen to it probably more than I should. Um, number four on my list, and I'm sure this one's on your list, but it's probably number one um, is Haunted Mansion. Uh, I, it's a great attraction. It's sort of classic Disney, just like the others on our list. Um, it, it, it hasn't, they've made some updates to it, but it hasn't aged really at all. Um, it doesn't seem out of date anymore or at all. It doesn't seem like it's out of place in the park. Um, it, it feels again, like, like Disney when you're on that attraction and it's just, 
it's just a lot of fun. My my only complaint about the attraction is because the because of the way it's set up, so it's a continuously moving track, right? There are times when you you stop quite a bit. It would be it would be nice if there was a way to get it so that you could continue to move and it never stopped. But for for people with mobility issues or the the uh, things like that who have difficulty getting on and off the ride who need some assistance it, it, it tends to stop a little bit and sometimes you get stuck in one spot and see the same thing over and over again but uh, other than that i really have no complaints about this ride at all it is my number one the haunted mansion is my number one favorite attraction at the magic kingdom and just to touch on that i actually haven't been on it the last few times where i had that issue so whether we just got lucky or not, I don't know. We have not been on it in a while where it where it kept stopping. Uh, but I do know what you mean, and yeah, that can get pretty tedious. Uh, this is my number one favorite attraction for several reasons. One is that I didn't think Disney would ever want an attraction like this at Disney. <laughs> so I think it's really, really cool that he he did. And he was fascinated by this sort of theme. And he was sort of fascinated by a somewhat scary attraction. or, but the, Which leads me to my number two why I like this ride. It's not scary. The thing that I like about it is that it has eeriness to it. There's a difference between scary and eerie. I tend to be a fan of eerie things that give you sort of a weird feeling. The Haunted Mansion does that for me. I'm a big... Halloween fan. I love that holiday. I love that time of year. And the Haunted Mansion captures that no matter what time of year you travel to Disney World. So for me, I really appreciate this attraction. The third reason why I like this attraction the most is because it's so mysterious. There really isn't a true understanding of what the story is to the haunted mansion and it's been debated for years there are books about it one of the best books that i've read recently and it's on my shelf here i can't quite see it maybe we can put it in the show notes it might be the unauthorized story of the haunted mansion or something like that but it tells about the confusion amongst all of the imagineers that worked on this attraction and for those of you who don't know, there were a lot of Imagineers that worked on this attraction because they kept coming and going. They would come in, they would have their little piece, and then they would go and get put on something else. And all of them would have to present their ideas to Walt Disney himself. And nobody could really, no one could come to a conclusion of what they wanted the Haunted Mansion to be. Everybody had a different idea. This Imagineer thought it should be goofy and funny. This Imagineer thought it should be scarer and horrific. This Imagineer thought that it should be a walkthrough attraction. This Imagineer thought that, no, you should be on a ride, and you should ride through the attraction. So when you go through the Haunted Mansion, it's it's all sort of intermingled with all of their ideas. It's sort of like many cooks were in the kitchen, and that's that's the final product. And Disney ultimately didn't think that this was going to be a success at all because it was so all over the place. It, and it really kind of is. And it's sort of haphazard. It's not really that focused. But 
It's so good. What it what it ended up being and what the ride and now that it is in its final product, people love this ride. And it is it's world renowned. The Haunted Mansion is one of the most legendary rides in the world. And hundreds of thousands of people love it and talk about it and debate what the story is. Ultimately, you and I get the story. I mean, you, you do get somewhat of a story. You know, you're visiting this mansion and you're trying to wake the spirits and sort of sing along with them. And But then they added the bride thing in there. And then they kind of added this and little hints. Fourth reason why it's in my number one is because it has the most Easter eggs in it. There's all these little hidden secrets to the Haunted Mansion. And I feel like every single time you go on it, you see something else. You pinpoint another another little picture or something that you didn't catch before. I love this ride. I love the song. I love the feeling you get on it. I love the the, the sights of it. The the ghost pepper trick. The, the, the ghosts. I mean, come on, man. That is some of the coolest, most innovative things that I think Disney's ever done. Those look like ghosts to me. And to this day, I don't know how they do it. And I will not read about how they do it because that's <laughs> part of the magic. I don't want to know how they did that. It, it blows my mind. I still feel like a kid when I see those scenes because I don't get it. I don't know how they do it, and I don't ever want to know how they do it. And for those of you who want to know how to do it, don't. Let it be a mystery. That's the best part about the Haunted Mansion is that it, the whole thing is just one giant mystery. I love this attraction. My number one favorite in Disney World. Yeah, I think uh, the, uh, two favorite scenes are one the, the scene you just mentioned with uh, the the dance where they're dancing around and you, you can't see them. At, well, you just see stuff moving and then you move a little bit farther along and you can see the ghosts. Um, and then the, I, I like the Madame Leota um, part of that ride as well. I really enjoy that part. Talking about scenes, last episode I said that the pirate – or no, was it this episode? It was this it was episode. episode. The pirate who is a skeleton pirate manning the wheel – in the mm-hmm. in the the storm is my second favorite scene in Disney. My number one favorite scene, and it's very simple, but I think it is the most eerie, creepy scene. And I love the way they they. I just love the scene. Is when you're actually it's it's towards the beginning of the the ride, is the piano. There's a piano playing by itself, and you can see the keys. And this piano looks so old and it's just creepy and it's playing in front of an out you know it's overlooking this window that looks outside into the night and there's a sort of the moonlight is shining in from this window and on the ground it actually took me years to figure this out if you look on the ground you can see a ghost playing the keys and that is my favorite scene i love that scene it's just so creative i loved it Number one favorite attraction at the Magic Kingdom, and I and I might be throwing it out there in all of Disney World. Yeah, we can make that list. We want that list to be. A That'll lot be tough, more man. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's definitely definitely iconic, and it's definitely one of my favorites. Um, so that was your one. We know your two. We know my. Yeah, we've two. covered my number one, two, four, and five. So that leaves me with number three. Yeah, so what's your number three? My number three favorite attraction at the Magic King. I actually don't know what your number one is. And if oh, it's really? not No, and if it's not this, I don't know what it is. I, I must be I must be 
I don't know what it is. Okay, so my number one, or no, I'm sorry, number three favorite attraction is It's a Small World. I love, you, look, everyone has such hate for this ride because of the, re, the repetition of the song, okay? First of all, I love that song. I sing it all the time. I really do. I will be in the middle of work and I, I love that song. Now, you just got it stuck in every listener's head I did. for the next week and a half. I literally I, – so I work in a pediatric clinic. I whistle that song to get the kids' attention, I, and then I sing it the rest of the day. So number three favorite attraction is It's a Small World for many reasons once again. One, it's it's an original. It's a classic. It's long. I like that you can just relax – and take it all in for a while. You could, it's it's a nice break from the outside hot heat and and sun. I love that this it smells so good in there. I swear the pirates water is the same water and it's a small world. It's got to be. I'm sure it is. It's 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 just it smells the same. I love that ride, man. I love it's a small world. B, I love the idea for the same reasons that Epcot is my favorite. Uh, park is the idea of unity. I love celebrating everybody's culture. I love celebrating humanity as one. And that is a large reason why I like It's a Small World. Because all of these cultures are represented. I like culture. I like tradition. I'm, I'm, I've always been one for that sort of thing. And the older I get, the more I realize that. And it's a small world captures that. It's so cool. I just I love the fact that you've got all of these represented nations. Yeah, the song gets old and it gets repetitive, but at the same time it really doesn't on the ride for me. Cuz as you go on, they're all kind of singing it in their own language. The 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 instrumentals sort of change up to represent the specific section that you're in. It's got what like six sections. I love that. My favorite section is the the end, not the not the very end with the where it's all white and everybody's in there. My favorite section is the Hawaiian section with yeah. the kid on the surfer. He's my favorite. Yeah. So if I had to pinpoint what is my favorite, it's a small world animatronic is the boy on the surfboard <laughs> in the Hawaiian scene. He's my number one favorite. My dad's is the cowboy at the very very end. When you're about to exit the tunnel and see the aloha, goodbye, ciao, all that, there's a cowboy up and to your right swinging a lasso around. That's my dad's favorite. And they actually made who, – who's that guy, artist? Jim Shore. You know Jim Shore who does the wooden carving yeah. stuff? Yep. He did yeah, an American – he did the American It's a Small World guy with the lasso. But uh, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. It's not on my list. It's a small world. And I can honestly tell you, I don't think I've thought about It's a Small World enough to have a favorite. Oh, so, so. I love that attraction. I could go on it over and over. I, don't, I really could. I don't, I don't hate it. I, I, I just I just don't really care about it all that much. And I, I like the song. I actually like the song. I think the song's fine. Um, but I just don't. <laughs> it's just I feel like such a kid on that one. I really do. I'm just like the whole time I got this big smile on my face and I'm looking left and right and and I and again, it's one of those attractions every single time I go on it, I notice something else 
or I see something that I didn't catch before, like, ah, I never saw that guy back there. So I love that ride. I it's it's for all of those reasons, it it is definitely my number three favorite at Magic Kingdom. I could go on that a million times. So yeah, so we got we have a pretty different list because two of mine Two of yours I don't have on my list, and two of mine I don't. You don't have on your list. So. Oh, I remember what your number one is now. Okay, yeah, okay. Thank, I didn't thank think you. of that one. I was yeah, like, I was like, I can't believe you don't know what it is. Yeah, so, no. Okay. My number three is uh, Space Mountain. Uh, ah. I had to have a yeah. mountain on my list, and it was between Splash Mountain and Space Mountain. Um, and I like Space Mountain a little bit more than than Splash Mountain. Uh, I think the I think the lead up to the actual drop on Splash Mountain does not get enough love from some people. I think that that's a really fun and sort of make you feel like a kid again part of of that attraction. Uh, but Space Mountain, from just from entering and going through and and walking through the queue and seeing all the different things, I like the old queue. I like the new queue too. The new sort of stuff that they have going on inside. Um, and then the opens up to where you, you get on the ride itself, and that part's really neat, and sort of the whole theming of it. And then the roller coaster is just fun. It's like it's one of the first roller coasters I ever went on because it was inside. It's not very you don't have to worry about heights at all. Um, and that was the only reason I didn't go on roller coasters because I was scared of heights. Um, but just the whole idea, and and it, and it feels uh, this is going to sound this is one of the reasons I like it a lot, and this is really a, a strange reason. Um, it feels it makes me feel like it like I did when I watched Disneyland fun sing along VHS that I watched when I was a kid that was based on Disneyland but still it, it makes me feel that way every time I get on it it's just a fun roller coaster and it's sort of um, it's themed really well and it, it it's it had I, like I said I had to have a mountain on my list so I, I put that at number three I love Space Mountain and, and yeah I had a hard time not putting any of the three mountains in the top five. But yes, I agree. Is there Again, three mountains or four mountains? Do you consider Mine Train a mountain? No. Okay. I don't either. I can't. Sorry. It's got to have mountain in the name. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, sure. the Seven Dwarfs Mine Ride is, is fantastic. I love that. I love that ride. But I can't consider that part of the mountains. But yes, I love Space Mountain, and again, as we touched on in the beginning, it's Magic Kingdom's difficult not to include some attractions in our top five. I love Space Mountain. I really do. I love that. It's probably my favorite attraction over in Tomorrowland. Nah, can't be, because Carousel of Progress is there. Yeah. But I do love Space Mountain, and... Yes, for all of those reasons. it's It really is exhilarating. And for those of you who haven't been on it, you know, I highly advise if you're a tall person, sit in the second or third chair. The cuz if you're in that front one, you have to sort of bend your legs out like up like a pretzel yeah. and there's just yeah. not enough room for your legs. So Agreed. if if you get the second or third chair, you can you can spread your legs f- completely forward through those holes. So I've learned that trick big time. I always ended up getting the first one for some reason. And then I'm like, let me, I want to try the second or third, and, and it makes all the difference. So I actually sat in the last car the last time we went. I was in the very back. <laughs> I don't like sitting in the back, man. It that was, feels like it whips you around yeah, a lot. It, it was rough. That, it, I don't that, like sitting in the front or the back. That ride is scary. Out of all three mountains, though, I like Splash Mountain the best. 
That's a really yes. long ride. I love the water and all of it, and it's it's. I love that ride. It was tough. It was between Splash Mountain. I, I like Big Thunder Mountain too. I think that was the first roller coaster I was probably ever on. But um, and I like the theming of Big Thunder Mountain. Sort of the the narration at the beginning is really interesting. Um, but it was between Splash Mountain and Space Mountain, and Space Mountain won the day for me. Um, so that's number three. Number two was Carousel of Progress, which you already got. Your number two was... Pirates. Pirates. Uh, your number one was Haunted Mansion. Yep. That leaves my number one left. And my number one is the Tomorrowland Speedway. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's the Jungle Cruise. And, and I, I love this ride probably more than I love most other things. Um and it's such it is so campy and so lame in so many ways <laughs> that it just becomes such this like nostalgia fest and it just there's there's puns everywhere i will say the 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 one thing that i'll say about this and i think it's a reason why a lot of people don't like it or don't have would never have it on their list it, it is highly dependent on who your skipper is um, there, there are skippers that are good. There are skippers that are okay. And then there are skippers that just aren't good at all. And all, and that all has an impact on how your experience or how you experience the ride. A good skipper on the jungle cruise can take that ride from being sort of just like a boring trip through animatronics that don't really move all that much to the funniest experience you'll have that day um and i think that's one of the reasons why i like it so much the jokes are 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 great they're they're pun filled and sort of dry humor which i love um the animatronics feel just like we talked about with carousel of progress they feel like something that is disney world to me it 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 feels like disney's walt disney's hand was was sort of in the ride itself um i like like the fact that it's 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 a pretty long ride it's something that you can sit on and enjoy for a while that the queue itself is sort of cool with how you lead up to it and they're talking all about the the jungle exploration and the 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 jungle tours and things like that um i like sort of the little hidden pieces of it the stuff you don't necessarily see there's there's every time you look a different way there's sort of another joke or another um uh different uh different aspect of the ride that that stands out each time i ride it i sort of notice something a little bit different which is also great Uh, it's different whether or not you ride it during the day or at night it's one of those rides because it's outside you can the experience changes based on what time of day you're riding it um i like that another interesting thing the so we were talking about the great movie ride in the last episode and um the casablanca scene where you see the front half of the plane the back half of the plane is on the jungle cruise. That's sort of a big, nice piece of continuity between, between the two. Um, it's just, it just makes me, every time I ride that ride, I'm, I'm eight <laughs> and, and it doesn't matter how old I get. I'm eight years old and we're riding through the jungle and there's elephants and there's headhunters and there's a rhino trying to stick its horn up some guys behind trying to stick them in the butt and it's just so good. It's just so I know. And I know I'm in the, I'm in this 
the 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 smaller camp on this. There aren't as many people who are going to have this as number one on their list, um, but there has to be enough of us because they order they they opened not ordered opened the Skipper Canteen, and it's a Jungle Cruise themed restaurant. So there has to be enough of us that, that enjoy that ride that that was worth uh, worthwhile. Um, but I'll I'll take your thoughts on it. I know it's not on your top five, but it's not that it. The Jungle Cruise does have its its little cult following, though. It really does. There, you you aren't alone. The people who love that ride are like the same kind of people like you and I who love the TTA. So, it does have a big following, and it's it's about to have a movie. So, I think that was one of the things that they had mentioned at D twenty three. I was it was before D twenty three, and can I tell you, I'm very nervous about this movie because I've also heard some rumors that they're going to want to change and update the Jungle Cruise based on the movie and that The Rock is working with folks from Disney to update the Jungle Cruise throughout all its variations, throughout all the parks. I'm That's a little unfortunate. I'm extremely nervous about the – I again, we talked in the last episode. I trust Disney in many ways. That might be – that might be the one ride that if anything changed on it and it's, it's had updates in the past. It's been, it's been refurbished and things like that. But if anything changed significantly enough, that sort of the spirit of what the ride is right now is lost. I, I would probably cry. We need to have a top five rides that must remain immune or off limits. Yeah. That are off limits. Great movie ride would have been my top in my top five. Yeah, I think it probably would have been in my top five, too. Out of all of the Hollywood Studios attractions, I literally think that would have been in my five. Anyways, Jungle Cruise, why don't I go on it often? Because it's hot as hell. I think that, <laughs> I literally think that is one of the reasons that I don't enjoy it as much or go out of my way to get on it. Because it's so hot. It's a hot area, the Magic Kingdom, and I don't, I don't know. I don't want to go sit out on a boat and roast even more. So I know that's a lame excuse, but because I could always go on it at night, and I did, and I did the Jingle Cruise at night when we were there for Christmas, and it was great. Uh, the thing you're right though; it really is skipper dependent. And to add on to that, I think I've gone on it a couple of times, and they kind of say some of the same jokes. Now I understand that that has to happen i mean because there are people who've never been on it so i don't know for me it's like when when i kind of hear a joke i laugh and then i'm done with it so if i go on and it's the same jokes over and over and over again it's like all right i've I've heard this one a thousand times but i think the enjoyable part about it for when i go on it is to see other people's reactions you know kind of the new you know the the new jds who are eight years old and kind of seeing how they enjoy it and you know, I, I I like that aspect of it to see people who've never been on it. I like to I like watching them enjoy it and laugh. And, you know, I'm sitting there going, ah, ha, ha, yeah, you know, but I think my favorite part about the Jungle Cruise is the people who haven't been on it kind of getting their reactions. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, is, is it's sort of dependent. A lot of the rides enjoyment is dependent on whether or not the people on the boat yeah play along (laughs) you sort of have to be willing a little bit to be a part of the show it's that that was the same way for great movie ride and it's another reason why i'm scared about jungle cruise because 
if that's the case. I think Jungle Cruise has a little bit more of a cult following. There's, I used to listen to it. it I think it shut down. Um, there's a Jungle Cruise skipper podcast um, that were a couple of the old skippers who used to work in Disneyland, oh, cool. I believe. Yeah, I used to tell stories about their time working in Disneyland and have other skippers throughout the years because the one in the one in Disneyland has been open. Oops, I just knocked a whole bunch of stuff over. The one in Disneyland has been open um, since 1955, so there's a lot of skippers that have been on that ride uh, over the years. I'm That's, with you, though. I, I get it. I it's, it's that ride that meant a lot to you as a kid, and that all you need to say is that for me. I mean, you know, you could say, man, I went on the teacups as a kid – by far my favorite memory, that's what Disney's all about. That's what I try to explain to people when they keep coming to me. Why Disney, man? Why do you like Disney? Why, you know, and I had said it in my live video, you guys are, don't make the ignorant claim of it's just for kids or especially if you haven't been there. But it's it's simple things like that. That is, you know, it, the Jungle Cruise means a lot to you because that's what you remember as a kid with your family and you go back on it, and it's that constant where you can remember it and experience it over and over. That's enough for me for you to love it. That's why I think I like It's a Small World and, and the Enchanted Tiki Room. And I just I love those attractions. They make me feel like Disney. And that's 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 why we have, I think, these top fives. And you know, our top five least favorites are gonna be on others' top five favorites and whatnot. Speaking of teacups. I went on that ride the last time we went. I convinced Kalen to go on the teacups. Yeah, I, I, I went on it when Angela and I went back. The trip we got engaged, she made me go on it and didn't enjoy it. Didn't enjoy it at all. <laughs> Did you spin the heck out of it? No, because I would vomit. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would be closed down and I would be the one that closed down teacups for an hour because I threw up all over the place. There was no way she wanted. Oh, she wanted God. to, and she threatened to spin it a lot. And I was like, like no. "I'm gonna, I'll puke. I will puke I, everywhere." I so. gave it. I gave it one good like turn, <laughs> and that was enough. She's yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, no more." <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's uh that that right. It, it's and it always kills me because there's always like a hundred little kids just like laughing and and like enjoying the heck out of it, and I'm sitting over there going. Oh, I'm gonna what is throw. your what is the number one attraction at the Magic Kingdom? I know this is kind of like spoiling another episode, possibly or whatever. What is the number one attraction at the Magic Kingdom that is your least favorite? That you just think, why is that the, there? The Tomorrowland Speedway. I just don't. I agree. I just don't understand. It's it's you can find that at any like backwoods go kart park anywhere that is that <laughs> is, is the literally <laughs> the number one i think most wasted space at the magic kingdom yeah what, it's huge it's a it's bake fest if you want the world's worst sunburn just go ahead i mean but not only that but the thing that really annoys me about that attraction is that they're they're stuck they should yeah. be free roam if well, you get behind a... Grandma Joe or whatever, or, you know what I mean? Like, and that guy's going one mile an hour and you're in the car behind him, you have to sit there and 
die in the sun for the three and a half hours that it's going to take for you to get all the way back. No thanks. And there are going to be people out there that say, well, the ride's not for you. It's for little kids. Well, well, to be honest with you, I I mean, I don't think not little kids wouldn't little kids wouldn't like be heartbroken if Tomorrowland Speedway didn't exist. Not in the slightest. So especially with the Toontown Fair or whatever it is now over there. So and if that's number one on somebody's top five, then we need to get you on some better attractions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I, I, that one see- and uh, the, uh, I think that the Swiss Robinson family tree is pretty stupid. See, we went on the treehouses last time and I actually enjoyed it. A Was it bit. cool? Yeah, it's kind of right, neat. All right, so I'm going to be that guy. I've never been through it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just cool to walk through. I mean, as long as there's not like a line or anything to walk through it, or you don't have to wait. Just it's cool to it's cool to see. I thought it was neat. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go through it next time. And I got one of my favorite pictures of that I've ever taken from the top of that treehouse. Did you really? It like it, like has an open spot where you can look out and you can see Space Mountain and the castle in the same sort of view and sort of framed oh, by cool. trees. And I got, took it at night, and it's pretty cool. Huh. I'll have to yeah. walk through it. Yeah. Tom Sawyer Island, on the other hand, can just get right out. Forget that place. That's no the weed. One... I swear, that's to weed people off of the path and yeah. sort of like quiet the crowd. I swear, that's why they built that. Yeah, I don't know. It's awful. Um, all right, so that's it. That's top five. I think I was completely surprised by your number five. Um, I wasn't surprised about it's a small world. I knew that was going to be on your list. So. I love it, man. And I yeah. love the Enchanted Tiki Hut. I do not want them to touch that. That yeah. has to stay in the Magic Kingdom for me. That is the top five. This was almost my top five don't ever touch or I will sue. Because I've given you enough money that I'm going to want it back if I don't have a future of riding the Haunted Mansion. I don't think it's going anywhere. I think that's one that's definitely not going to go anywhere. I hope not. Here, oh, All right. One more thing here. Because I think we we got a we got like what are we at here? All right, this is the la- my last comment. If you could bring any type of attraction to the Magic Kingdom, what would it be? Oh, that's a that's a tough question. Um, is there know, you any go first. is you there any first. movie that you think you would like represented there? Let's put it that way. Oh, Aladdin better. That's me. Yeah. I think they desperately need an, an Aladdin. Aladdin has gained popularity, I think, over the years. I mean, they have the carpets of Agrabah, but it's not. I mean, that's kind yeah, of yeah. It's not, and they have the like the Agrabah Bazaar there, but nah. Put an Aladdin attraction. I really think they need a magic carpet ride type of attraction somewhere. That's yeah. a real magic carpet ride. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I would have said Little Mermaid, but that's covered in New Fantasyland. Yep. Um, they have Snow White, the the Mine Train, which is better than the original Snow White ride. Um, maybe Lion King. Maybe Lion King, but I don't know where they put it. Is the problem? And they have enough Lion King representation at uh, Animal Kingdom too. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't still know. think a, another Lion Aladdin. King attraction is needed. Yeah, I think Aladdin's probably on my li- top of my list. Though. All right. All right. Cool. All right. So that was this episode. I think. What, what what do we want to do next? Epcot next. Epcot. All right, we can do Epcot next. Um, so stay tuned for that episode. Uh, we'll it'll be out at some point in the next couple episodes. Who knows if we'll need to have a another uh, impromptu reaction to some news that comes out. But uh, check out our last episode, our D twenty three recap, and sort of thoughts and opinions there. Um, and we'll see you next time.
Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. And if you have uh, opinions of your own, feel free to leave them in some uh, in the comments there. Yep. 